You're listening to Ask Dr. Jake. My name is Dr. Jake Tucker. I'm the owner and founder of Good Life Family Chiropractic here on the south side of Lincoln. And today is every day. We are coming to you with another message of hope, health, and wholeness. And I just want to let you know that no matter where you're at, no matter where your health journey is at, if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired and you're ready to get well, then let's start. There is no case that God cannot heal because he is where health and healing come from. And when we don't acknowledge that, we sell ourselves short. We sell our lives short. We sell God's potential for what we can accomplish on this earth short. And I don't want any single one of you to do that. And that that comes from a very authentic place because I really, coming out of college, I didn't know what I was going to do. I I loved a lot of things uh, uh, in this world, of this world, but also having to do with God's kingdom and eternity and winning people's hearts and minds to help, you know, further his glory and his kingdom here on this earth and always. And so I entered into the ministry. I, I started in campus ministry at Georgia Tech Christian Campus Fellowship. I interned there for a year, loved it. I worked with uh, upperclassmen and I worked with graduate students. And I started a graduate student Bible study and I started yeah, a few different ministries while I was there, a few Bible studies, a, a prayer ministry. And from there, I got a job offer to go work in a similar capacity as a full-time campus minister at Atlanta Christian College, which has since become Point University. And this was when it was on uh, in East Point and on the south side of Atlanta. And so I worked there for about three years. Uh, and part of the appeal there was I thought that I would need to go to seminary to further my education so that I could really do ministry in a, in a fantastic way. And I had a standing offer to go to um, Emmanuel School of Religion in Johnson City, Tennessee, and I uh, just didn't, didn't feel ready, didn't feel prepared. So I started taking these Bible classes while I was also ministering to these future pastors on the campus of Atlanta Christian College. And as I did so, I, I realized that the calling that God had placed on their lives to walk into ministry as a vocation was not the same calling that was being placed on my life to do ministry as a vocation. I was actually, I felt very strongly that it wasn't. And as, as I was feeling that, I also started to feel the pull towards healthcare. And I met my wife based off of one of the Bible studies that I had started at Georgia Tech. Uh, one of my friends invited her to a birthday party that he also invited me to. And within a year, we were married. And within that year, uh, together, we, we very clearly felt that pull into the healthcare profession. So I, I started studying for the MCATs and uh, at the same time, uh, also uh, started being, um, started looking at other fields within uh, the healthcare profession, because I, I knew that you don't have to be a doctor to help people. Uh, my sister had uh, become a massage therapist and was helping people on a daily basis feel better and just make them feel better with their aches and pains. But, uh, you know, it, it just, that wasn't quite right either. So I checked out PT school. I checked out uh, getting a, a master's in PA. I, I checked out dentistry. I checked out just about everything you can do to help someone out and feeling better and functioning better and hopefully healing better. But it wasn't until Thanksgiving that year, that our first Thanksgiving together as husband and wife, uh, my wife suggested uh, that uh, you know I should probably look into chiropractic just because I was so good with my hands. Now, that, that's, it's very interesting because she had never been to a chiropractor in her life, and I hadn't been to a chiropractor since I was about eight years old. And so I, 
it just it resonated for some reason it resonated in something beyond me and we all know it was the holy spirit you know when when something like that happens but uh i didn't i didn't know why i didn't know what it was i didn't even really know what chiropractic was i thought it was just a profession where people go to uh, deal with neck pain deal with back back pain sports injuries car accidents that type of thing and so we did we explored several of the schools that had opportunities for us and i ended up uh, falling in love with uh, this beautiful campus in Atlanta called Life University. And it, it's honestly, it's the largest uh, chiropractic school in the world. It is the Harvard of chiropractic schools. And I didn't realize it, you know, until I had started learning more about the chiropractic profession and the chiropractic campuses out there. But I got into classes and about a week into this, I get on the phone with my mom and she just, and I don't talk to her enough. So if you're listening, mom, yeah, I, I intend to call you and talk to you. I look forward to it. But, you know, she, she said, Jake, I'm so proud of you for becoming a chiropractor. And I said, oh, why is that, Mom? And she said, well, you know, God really brought this full circle. You know, you realize that when you were a baby, uh, a chiropractor saved your life. And I was like, no, I had no idea. You'd never told me this story before, Mom. And she said, yeah, uh, you at two weeks old, you quit breathing for the very first time. And uh, I freaked out. And I resuscitated you, rushed you to the emergency room. They monitored you all night. And you quit breathing 14 times that night and they resuscitated you every single time, but they couldn't figure out what was wrong. So they sent you to a specialist and every single night we, we went to 12 different specialists, but every single night you would quit breathing. And it was an average of 14 times every single night, the most being 17 times. And she said, we went to all these doctors and we couldn't figure out what was causing it. The, the best that they had for us was that uh, we were basically preventing SIDS uh, sudden infant death syndrome, uh, and that our best hope was that you would just grow out of it. And so I'm sitting there listening to this story just enraptured because I'd never heard all this trauma that I'd gone through at the beginning of my at the beginning of my life. And she said, yeah, I was telling my friends and family, asking them for prayers for you, prayers for the whole family because none of us were getting sleep. And my best friend came back and she said that she had talked to her chiropractor and that he had said that uh, he could probably help, that he just needed to get an exam and see what was going on with my spine. And this was very early on in that process, before I had gone to uh, very many of those specialists. But my mom put it off because he wasn't a specialist and she didn't know what chiropractic had to do with breathing issues. But after about seven different times of asking her, my, my mom's best friend finally got through and was able to help her set up an appointment. And when I got to the office, it, he looked at me and without even doing an exam he could see the signs of exactly what was going on my head was tilted over to one side at six months you should be holding your head up uh, my I had one eye open larger than the other one pupil was dilated larger than the other and then on top of that the breathing issues he went right to the top of my neck because that's where all the cranial nerves exit out of the brainstem is just at the underneath the base of the skull. They either go up into the skull and out to the eyes and the nose and the ears, or they go back down and out like the vagus nerve does, going out to every uh, peripheral nerve, or sorry, every accessory organ of digestion, as well as the heart and lungs. And he felt the top of my neck and the top bone, the one that's supposed to be surrounding and protecting my brainstem, had been twisted around and shoved over to the side so much that anytime I laid my head over to sleep or turned my head to nurse, it would cut off all of that electrical flow from my brain out to those organs and would shut them off immediately. But he did that first adjustment that day. 
And since that day, I've never had a breathing problem. And it just really struck me in that moment that my understanding of what chiropractic was was so much smaller than what God had actually created it to be. And I went on this journey of figuring out what I had to become to make sure that that journey that I had that I had gone through just in the first six months of my life was one that every person had the opportunity to experience as well. How do we take this uh, chiropractic approach, which is designed to focus on uh, removing interference from the system that God designed to control all health and healing and deliver it to people in a way that can help them overcome some of the struggles that just this culture put on our current healthcare system, this thought that you have to feel good in order to be healthier, that when you feel bad, that's when you're sick. And really help teach people that if they truly want to be well, first they have to open themselves up to that healing. You know, you know, submit yourself to God. And then secondly, we have to start to identify those areas that are interfering with the ability of the body to heal and function, starting with that central nervous system, the spine that surrounds and protects it, and realizing that that has a normal position. That should be straight up and down from the front with 345-degree uh, curves from the side. And when it's in that position, there's no pressure or damage on the nervous system and none can be allowed. But when it goes out of position, if it's left there for even five minutes or more, it can restrict the amount of neurological output by as much as 60%. And so that, that becomes a really big deal. The other areas that we can identify in that chiropractor study in school is that every cell in your body requires specific nutrients to help it run and animate. And we're still discovering what some of those nutrients are, but we know that they're very prevalent in whole foods. When you eat the foods that come out of the ground, as opposed to processed foods that have been cooked and processed and denatured and have inflammatory components in them that have processed sugars in them, artificial sweeteners, artificial colors and dyes to make you want them more, you start to deprive yourself of some of those things and you get sicker. Your body starts to dysfunction. We also see that every cell in your body requires oxygen. And you'd think that, oh, yeah, I, I breathe. I'm fine. Well, it actually requires you to breathe at such a high level that you actually have to exercise to get there. And so exercise then becomes an essential component to you being healthy. And that's on a daily basis. And then number number five or number four is actually the toxins that we're exposed to highly interfere with the functions of your body's normal processes. And if you're building up high levels of pesticides because you eat conventional fruits and vegetables, which have been engineered, genetically modified to be able to handle a higher pesticide load, then you're going to have all sorts of health issues building up over time. You're going to fill up your toxic bucket to the point where your body's innate detoxification processes and organs and systems can't handle it anymore. And then Probably the most important thing is just understanding what health is. That's number five. And just going through those five, we call those the five essentials. Uh, I'm part of an organization called Max Living. I, I have a franchise office here on the south side of Lincoln that teaches the Max Living principles, that lives out the Max Living principles. But it's my own practice. And this is my ministry. Getting on air today, preaching this message, is here to provide you hope that you can take control of your life, that you can get your health back, not by grasping your life harder, but by submitting it to God, by following his laws and principles. Nothing I'm talking about here has anything 
is anything other than just God's intention for our lives. It's when we deviate from those intentions, those good things, those good plans that he has for us, that we start to see the ramifications of not doing things well. Uh, Jesus said in John 10, 10, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. And he said in Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And you can't have that hope. You can't have that future without your health, not in this life. And God wants us to have it in this life. God created us for a purpose. And when we don't step into that purpose, then it, it, we, that purpose doesn't become fulfilled. God works all things to the good of those that love him who are called according to his purpose. And I ask today that you would consider stepping out into that purpose. Start changing the way that you think. Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I've been Dr. Jake. Tune in every day, every weekday here on KCRO for another episode of Ask Dr. Jake.